Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Brian Thornton and Joshua Burns. I'd actually appreciate it if you introduced us as the Bernstons. Yeah, that's, that's... Which is what, what Josh and I have decided our power couple name is. <laughs> that's, our, that's our preferred method of contact at this point. Wait, wait so, so we got Thornton Mellon between you and I, and now you got to get another couple name? What? No, listen, 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 listen. I'm completely down... With the felon, I, I, it's it's good, but here's the thing about Bernstein's. Bernstein's, it, it, it's like Bernstein's are like the couple who like welcome you to the neighborhood. They like <laughs> bring you over a casserole, and they're no, like the Bernstein's brought me the tuna noodle. The Bernstein brings the tuna noodle and the ten dollar bottle of wine. Whereas felon literally sounds like felon. And I'm not <laughs> no, no, so sure I'm okay with that. It's Thornton Mellon. It's, 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 that's way too long. You got Thornton Mellon it. was the name of Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield's, Dangerfield's character in Back, Back to School. school. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I get the reference, but it's not a power couple name. See, for me, the, no, your it's name the name of the triple Lindy. <laughs> you know, your name kind of reminds me of the, the couple that, you know, they do the casserole, they do the bottle of wine. Later on, you find out they, they swing. Like they're a little too. We could be the Meltons. Oh, I like that. <laughs> the oh, Meltons they're my okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Meltons. All right, I like I like Melton. They're a little crazy, those Meltons, but Yeah, they're, they're the ones that are like, listen, you know, you're not allowed to play in their yard. Just <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Brian <laughs> don't, knows don't go near them. Because of the rhododendrons. Wow, that was a lot of fun. Anyway, Josh, we missed you last week. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed I, your time. I missed foolery. you more, Josh. <laughs> more more know, so because I was waiting a week and a half to tell that joke. <laughs> we had a good time in Chicago. It was it was, uh, it was all fun was had by all. So uh, diving right into things then this week. Speaking of things that you uh, missed and just really kind of want to come back, there is some spectacular news coming that there is a chance that Steven Spielberg is bringing back the Animaniacs, the ones that are zany to the max. Correct? Yes. They're 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 Citizen Kaney because Dot is cute and Yakko yaks. What does Wacko do again? I don't think I don't think Wacko does anything. God, Wacko, why are you useless? Really, I love that show. Just FYI, uh, I binge watch it all the time. It's available on Netflix right now. Right now. Uh, right now. Right now. Right it's now. on on the Netflix. And what I what I like about Animaniacs, it was it was crazy, right? Uh, it was zany, zany, but to the, at, max. to the max. But at the same time, it, it I mean, even now, still holds. They up. also had baloney in their slacks, which I identified with. <laughs> That's what that's that's when the neighborhood gets together. Be like, Ooh, Brian's not allowed. That, that's what baloney. the Meltons do. They keep baloney in their slacks. He was a nice guy, but he smelled like baloney. And, and you're you're a little leery about the Meltons because of the baloney smell. <laughs> Every neighborhood dog's best friend, but all the neighbors <laughs> fucking hate you. Just they just with the baloney in your slacks all the time. You guys are so zany. <laughs> to the max. To the max. Mountains. I love I love Animaniacs. It's it's up there. I put it up there with Hanna Barbera uh, as far as like nostalgia, right? Because it was always like an after school type of thing. Um, I do I do like it. I, I don't know if they're trying to change the format of the show. But, I hope not. Uh, right. I hope that's the thing is I hope they keep it the same. And it, that's kind of tough to do because they were doing they were doing adult humor before anyone was doing adult humor. Yeah. In cartoons. Um. I mean, I'm not talking about like the Simpsons type. Like, I mean, like a card actual like cartoon. like the adult humor that kids don't get at all, but parents totally crack up. Like right. uh, the Yakko, do you know how to conjugate? But I've never even kissed a girl before. <laughs> like somebody, somebody had to get Prince. Number one sister, dust for Prince. I found Prince. No, 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 fingerprints. I don't think so. but at the same time right they have those jokes but they also helped you learn the state capitals they have helped you learn parts of the brain i mean the world the world right all the countries in the world which some of them don't exist anymore which is just crazy but united states panama mexico canada haiti jamaica (laughs) i don't remember the rest of it after republic dominican i'm done (laughs) that's that's better than most people already so i knew i knew a guy who used to be able to sing the entire song that's from crazy. The whole song? The whole song from memory. Get him. I don't on know the if show. he still knows it. That I, was like ten years ago. I need you. It's to the same people up. that can sing all of uh, "It's the End of the World as We Know It" and "We Didn't Start the Fire." It's yes, the same. Right. True. Same guy yelling something I don't know. <laughs> right. Marilyn Monroe. So we all know that I treat the uh, the movie theater as a uh, as a holy sacred space. Of course, with jungle gyms and phones alike. Don't put the jungle gym <laughs> thing out there because then it becomes a reality, and then I have jungle it's gyms in my happen. movie theater. 
It's going to happen. Shut your face. No. Shut your face. My face remains open. So let's imagine this, right? You, um, you're, on, you're on your first date, and for some reason you end up going to the movies to go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Not for some we, reason, for several very good reasons. Uh, for a first, first date, date. For a first date. I, I would I do know. it. I would do it. Of course you would. I, I, think, I, would. I think my first date with Laura was Titanic. Uh, uh, right, okay. That's a solid date movie. But let's say 15 I, minutes. When the guy hit the thing, I laughed. It was... <laughs> <laughs> when the boat split in half, it was so funny. All those people yeah. are died. <laughs> I so could, it was it was the clang. Folks. Anytime I hear a clang, I it's it's funny. There's enough oh. room at the door for both of them. Ah, my listen, people. listen. I, I I watched it and my heart did go on for all those people. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's say 15 I minutes movie, into FYI. the movie, your date starts texting repeatedly, like like at least 10 to 20 times. What do you do? Okay. I I say hey. Sorry, it didn't work out. Yeah. Well, this let guy. Me, let me grab you an Uber so I don't have to drive you home. So this guy is enraged, right? And basically tells his date, hey, uh, just go outside, right? Just stop it. You've, you're ruining the movie. Just leave. So she goes outside to text, and then she's like, well, I'm not sticking around for this bullshit. So she leaves him with no ride, which, again, okay. ter- like, like, be a man. Drive, drive, drive your date to it. Be, be a gentleman. Anyway. Or maybe they took an Uber. Uh, maybe, maybe they met at one place and took an Uber to the theater. Maybe. Don't, don't, don't judge. Well, hold the, on. Well, no, hold on. Before you be like, don't judge this guy. Let's talk well, about Be a him. man. I'm a man. I don't ever drive anywhere. So, I don't have so to. then this quote unquote man is now suing his date for $17.31 Seems for the reasonable. movie tickets. Seems reasonable. <laughs> Seems the amount or the fact that he's suing the girl for texting. Yes. <laughs> Both. So he gave her the opportunity to go ahead and and to, to give him the money. She obviously just thinks this is dumb and stupid. So uh, he's like, "No, I'm I'm going to take you to small claims court if if you don't pay." I want to see that shit on Judge Judy. Right, <laughs> that's what I want. So Judge Judy can go, "Hey, guy, she didn't <laughs> like you," and that'd be the end of it. So I mean, this come on, this is a little, this is a little much. Well, she paid him eventually, right? She did. After yes, she exploded. she basically after the internet just trolled both of them. Uh, just hardcore. This this poor woman got so much hate on the internet. She's like, "Here's this seventeen dollars and thirty one cents. Just leave me alone." Yeah, it just cost her seventeen bucks to be rid of this jerk forever. Done. After that, I would have given him three bucks for pain and suffering, making an even twenty. <laughs> Don't give him the damn satisfaction of that. <laughs> but no, I mean, this is this is a little much. No, or do you think he's totally justified with this? Nobody thinks this guy's justified. Yeah. Because uh, this is don't. what I would do to you, you Josh, don't. if I went to a movie with you and you started texting during the movie. You, you would, would your, your you bright would, screen and my eyes like a moth. It just, I would, well, if you were next to me, I would deliberately crank the brightness. <laughs> uh, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you know what's funny is it wouldn't be texting. It would be like Twitter. Oh, yeah, you like, would. Fantasy football draft. You'd be looking for recipes. Recipes. Group me, dude. I mean, it would be group me. Group me. I'm blowing up all the time because of all these fantasy football leagues. I imagine you just pulling up a MacBook Pro. Just, he would set up his iMac yeah. in oh, the yeah, theater. <laughs> He'd make sure that you were buying outlet and then just light it up. It'd be awesome. Full and then bright, he would, like, like, you know what he brightness. would do? He would stream another movie <laughs> during the movie. See this? I hope you can see my face right now. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so bright. <laughs> Brian sneaks compound chicken into a movie theater. Josh is sneaking in an iMac. Yeah, that's got to be hard to fit into some cargo shorts, bro. Do you, do you, <laughs> is there an outlet I could use, please? Can I just get the... Uh, 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 sir, is that is that an iMac? What? Hold my Kung Pao chicken. I have to set this up. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the internet need, needed to calm down on this one. This is a Wi-Fi password here. <laughs> <laughs> you have free Wi-Fi, right? Yes, the, the password is popcorn. Oh, that's, that's, I mean, not, not very original. Seventeen. That's, that's really easy to hack. You should think of of changing it. <laughs> I had a, a little nightmare scenario today. I went and I saw uh, saw Wonder Woman. We're going to talk about that in in a, in a little bit. Uh, and uh, thankfully, during a really loud scene, I just feel my my pocket just vibrating really heavily, and I'm like, "This is kind of odd." When the scene is calming down, I start to hear my ringtone. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I usually put my phone in airplane mode, 
And it was my little brother calling me during the middle of the movie, and I forgot to turn down my phone. So I you were almost, mortified, and you would offend everyone around I, you. I, I would have you written an apology. Seventeen dollars and thirty-one cents. I would have written everyone an apology note. I would be like, "Can I get your address? I need. A, a, like, I'm going to send it with a stamp. I'm getting stamps right after. It's going to be handwritten Absolutely. in calligraphy. I'm going to write it with my own blood. I feel that that passion that I may have ruined someone's movie experience. I only accept all notes from CJ in blood. Anyway. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily have to be your blood, man. I mean, I'll, I'll take Tiger's blood, too. <laughs> Tiger blood? Yeah. All right, Charlie Sheen. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Hey, uh, Josh Burns. Yeah? I found something floating around the internet that uh, I know you need to, to be aware of. Okay. So there is a, a company called Triangle Films, and uh, they went to Kickstarter – to start a project called Vol- uh, Voldemort Origins of the Air. Uh, and they got noticed. Uh, it looks like a really cool fan-made film about the origins, obviously, of Voldemort. Uh, but this has gotten the attention of Warner Brothers. And something similar happened to this before. Someone was trying to make a fan film for Star Trek. And then after heated negotiations, they decided that fan films can't exceed 15 minutes, 30 minutes if they're digital. Uh, and this company came out and said, we kind of want to make this a little longer than that. And now they have gotten the blessing from Warner Brothers to make this movie. Uh, I sent you the trailer. I'm very curious to get your reactions. And if you want to see the trailer, uh, just go to our show notes. You can go ahead and you can find the trailer right there and you can watch it and, and come on back. So what do you think about this? I watched the trailer and my my initial reaction was, I can't believe this is a real thing. Like, it, I mean, it, it looks really cool. Uh, now there are caveats, right? Yes. Uh, it, there will no, there will be no JK Rowling. Yep. That's a problem, obviously. Um, but the star Wars sort of expanded book universe is sort of infinite. And right. some of those stories are really good. So with how much people love Harry Potter and how much, uh, sort of an entire generation has grown up in that world. I think fan books, fan films, and uh, you know, expanding the universe exponentially is unavoidable. I hope it's as good as the trailer because the trailer was really well made. It reminded me a little bit of when I first saw it that fan made Spawn film that we all talked about uh, a, f- a few weeks ago. That was very cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, again, it was a just kind of it was for them. It's really more like a hey, this is my art project, and here's something I think would be really cool. Uh, but I, I kind of I, I do like where the the trailer was kind of taking this. And again, you're right. The, there's no J.K. Rowling and no official. No, but they but they they managed to emulate. They managed yeah. to emulate the style of of that storytelling really well with the flashes and the newspapers and the you know what I mean like right. the the stuff that you expect to see with the action scattered in and obviously we have Gryffindor versus Slytherin type of deal happening but again you know characters you've never heard of in scenarios that probably could never exist but this is a cool really cool aside from what we're used to from Harry Potter. And I mean, this has over 30 million views on Facebook, over 2 million views on, on YouTube. Um, it looks really great. The, so here's the other their catch to it. It's that this is basically turning into a non for profit project where they, they really can't make revenue on this. And that's apparently part of this deal. That's extremely hush hush with Warner brothers that, um, they just basically have to, to break even. And it's the exposure, for their future projects, but they're not allowed to really profit off of this. But I think if it is successful, owning the rights is more important. Yeah. And it's all hush hush. I mean, they're, they're not going, let's, let's face it. If this is good enough, those people are getting jobs at a studio somewhere and they won't have to worry about how much money we made off of this fan film. Well, if, if it, if it works, I mean, the best case scenario is they have their own franchise. Uh, That too. And then, and then, and then they probably at that point, start hiring folks to expand their universe or have Warner brothers distributed and make a either way. Like, yeah. Yeah. so look, there's, this is cool. there's making money on this probably wouldn't be my, my, my chief concern. Right. But it, it's, it's, can I make it happen so that I have a, a few, an actual future, like a, a legit career 
in this thing. So it looks really interesting. I highly recommend you go ahead and you check out the trailer because I definitely think it's a worth a watch, especially if you are a Harry Potter fan. Because just like Josh said, they they are getting the way to tell this story pretty darn close to to source material. Uh, and so many of us love it. I mean, it's it's not impossible for really any any huge Harry Potter fan to write some short story in in the in the same sort of genre type storytelling as Harry Potter. I mean, you can do it because you love it. This is really exceptional. Now it is the time of the episode where we look at the world of comics, the superheroes, the stories, and how they're affecting the film and other media. And ladies and gentlemen, most importantly, how they're affecting me. True. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. So keep it on this Hogwarts train, right? Let's let's keep talking on the Hogwarts Express. Wait, how does Hogwarts train have anything to do with Cape Talk? I'm confused. Mashable has put out an article that said, we sorted superheroes into Hogwarts houses so you don't have to. I automatically discount everything you just said because you said Mashable. What's wrong with Mashable? It's it's second to BuzzFeed in the worst website ever. These 17 celebrities have 12 toes. You'll never guess who number five is. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to pepper in the you'll never guess. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That's good. What you need to explain to me before we go into this, which first off, I think it's stupid. Just going to put that out there. I don't know the criterion for each house. Can you give me a breakdown of what makes a Gryffindor so griffy? I'm assuming Slytherins are sly because it's right in the name. If you're a fan of our second podcast, Hey Did You See? There's a little section that we did for the last couple shows where we explained to Craig Newcomb things that he doesn't know because he didn't watch the rest of the Marvel uh, Netflix series. This is the part of That Kind of Nerds podcast where we had to re-explain Harry Potter's houses to Brian because he didn't retain this information because he hates Harry Potter. I, didn't ha- I don't hate Harry Potter. I'm just not a Potterhead. All right. All right. There are, there are four houses, Brian. <laughs> I know that much. Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Slytherin. I got okay? the names, just, yeah. I dig it. Continue. Gryffindor values bravery, daring, nerve, and chivalry. Wait, hang Should I be taking notes? No, just, you oh, know. Okay, all right. I'm just going to give you sort of what they value. I'm not going to give you, like, the whole story. Just bravery, daring, nerve, and chivalry. Those four words. Got Hufflepuff. It. Hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, and fair play. Okay. Ravenclaw. Intelligence, knowledge, and wit. Slytherin, ambition, cunning, resourcefulness. Okay. Okay? Got it. CJ. All right. So knowing those criteria, let's throw out a couple of just... I already forget half of them, but go ahead. <laughs> let's throw out some feelers. Just kind of see where you, you put them into. So let's let's talk about Harley Quinn. Okay, uh-huh. So we, we know her personality, right? We know what she's about. Sure. Let's put the sorting hat on her head. Where does she belong? I forget half the criteria. Josh? Um... Honestly, I put her in Ravenclaw. I, think. I, I was leaning towards Ravenclaw as well. See, I agree with the article in putting her in Hufflepuff because because she doesn't loyalty because loyalty. Yeah. yeah. She's, okay. Fair I enough. Mean, she's she's really into that. So I'll, yep. I'll 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 put her in Hufflepuff. Fair enough. Okay. Let's let's move on to someone that we we know and we've talked about before, and that is Luke Cage. Hufflepuff. Well, yeah. I'm just I mean, guessing. It, I haven't it, looked at the it, article. It, it has it it has to be Hufflepuff. See. <laughs> Does it have to be Hufflepuff? Hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, fair play. I mean, I don't know how else I could describe Luke Cage to you. I mean, yes, he's brave. Yeah, that's sure. the thing. He's he's willing to put himself. <clears throat> he is, but I don't find him particularly daring. He hid for all those years. For mo- for the most part, let, let's just get this out of the way. 90% of your superheroes are brave. I don't think we can like right. really I, that, focus right. on Touché. Touché. that right. criteria. Touché. So if they put him in Gryffindor, I got to disagree. Okay. They did. And and uh, you made a right argument. I agree that we should resort him. All right, Brian. CJ. Spider-Man. For me, this is Ravenclaw all the way. You Because wit? Yeah, because wit yeah. and... and, and Okay. Just knowing I, that house. I, I put him immediately in Gryffindor. You put him in Gryffindor right away? I would put him immediately in Gryffindor. in Gryffindor with no question. Yeah. See, I'm just can also imagining leave? Peter Parker himself, right? He's, he's can, never... You didn't ask about Peter Parker. I, no, you I know. Spider-Man. Well, uh, Is he the same person when he's when he's got the suit on? Uh, does he does he behave the same? No. No. You're going with Gryffindor. Can you read off the Gryffindor criteria again? Bravery, daring, nerve, and chivalry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. and and compare that to uh, what did you say, Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw. In, 
intelligence, knowledge, and wit. I, I get the wit part. Well, in the intelligence but part, in the intelligence more intelligence part, he's, Sure. Smart. But that's a Peter Parker thing. Well, Spider-Man on several occasions has used his intelligence. Yeah, when he's in battle, he's... I, I get it. I just, I just think that the daring, the nerve, and the chivalry outshine the intelligence when he's... I mean, there's a case either way, but I, I, I there's no wrong answer. Is there right? a Griffin Claw? <laughs> <laughs> what did where, where'd they put him? Uh, they put him in Gryffindor. All right, now it's time to talk about the Dark Knight himself, Batman. Is one of the criteria is rich? <laughs> no, I mean he's he's got to be Gryffindor, right? Daring, I, brave. I put him in Slytherin. That's where I put him too. Slytherin. Oh, resourcefulness. Yeah. Resourcefulness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cunning. Word. I'm good with that. All right. And then our final one. Wait, where'd, they, where'd the site put him? Oh, the, the site put him in uh, Slytherin as well. George Clooney Batman is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the nipples and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Okay, this one I have a really – I don't have a hard time. I just I, – this is just weird for me. But where would you put the Joker? Slytherin. Not because know, he's but, evil. The man, the man is cunning and resourceful. But wit, hold on, but, but, but Ravenclaw's about wit. So I think of one specific aspect of, of the Joker, and I put him in Gryffindor. Oh, so we're all in different houses. I, I think about his relationship with Harley Quinn, and I, I put him in Gryffindor immediately. Why? Well, A, because whether you like it or not, he's pretty chivalrous when it comes to her. The nerve, he daring. He the shit out of her all the time. Okay. He does and smack he, her around. And he kills people that even look at her wrong. That's true, too. <laughs> it's a complex character, this guy. It, it, yes, it's a. And I'm not. Listen, I, I don't want to get into the thing where I'm justifying any of this. He's, right, right, he's right, 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 right. a huffle and claw. He, I, I mean, it, look, you. This is why I, I think this is stupid, by the way. Ambition, cunning, and resourcefulness. Yes, he's he's got that. I don't think you can nail the Joker down. But for me, I, I again, over index on daring. The, the Joker is cunning. All the way. Like, he's that is the trait. in no way ambitious. In no way. But he's resourceful. But he's n- in no way does he want to climb the ladder. In no way. He doesn't want the ladder at all. He wants to destroy the ladder. That's what that's, I'm that's saying. Why he's that's not the, why he's disqualified. This yes. is why this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the site put him in Ravenclaw. Okay. I, I mean, he's brilliant. He he knows something about everything, and he's witty. I, I get all of it. All right. I don't. The- the last one, the last one we'll do is soups. We'll do Superman, Gryffindor. Fucking kind of. Can you? Can, although, although there's an absolute, absolute argument can be can be made for Hufflepuff. I see. I I think Gryffindor also too, just because of the the jockiness of the house, Gryffindor. But I think you're right, maybe on Hufflepuff. I, I think because I think about Clark Kent. So yeah. Well, the, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Because no, no, no. Clark no, Kent is in disguise. Yeah. Yes. So again, gimme gimme what the site said. Site Hufflepuff. Site said Hufflepuff. Ryan, I'm good at this fucking game. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so happy for you. Josh this Burns, I declare you concept. the official that kind of nerd sorting hat. <laughs> I am the sorting hat. He's got uh, the voice down and everything. <laughs> Gryffindor. But remember, the hat takes into account where you want to be chosen. Where where would you sort me, sorting hat? Sort me and CJ. Sort you and CJ? Yeah, why the fuck not? We're going to sort superheroes because that's dumb. Oh, why don't you just sort God. me and CJ? That's so personal. You're going to. Can... No, no, no. no, no. I, I want to hear this now. I know you do. That's and I'm going to have my feelings hurt, but whatever. Ah, CJ's Hufflepuff. Don't you <laughs> wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> no, because there I am like Harry Potter going, anything but Hufflepuff. Anything but Hufflepuff. Ooh, Hufflepuff, I, huh? No, I, I honestly. um. I, I don't put either of you in Gryffindor. Good. Um, neither of you go in Slytherin. Even and, though when I took the Pottermore test, I got Gryffindor. Um, okay. All right. Fair enough. So I, I'm guessing I, we're both Ravenclaw. Got I it. put you no. both in Ravenclaw. That's kind of where I, I feel too. And Josh is the sorting hat. He doesn't go in any house. He is no, the sorting no. hat. Yes. I don't belong to a house. I belong to Hogwarts. That's right. I'm really curious to hear what you, the listener, think of these sortings. Uh, and we would definitely love for you to go ahead and give us some feedback so you can hit us up on thatkindofnerd.com or on Facebook and Twitter. Just search That Kind of Nerd. Uh, definitely want to hear what you guys have to say about that. So, Brian, I have sent you 
uh, a tweet that we got from Austin Winchester, fan of the show, new listener, Austin. Hi, Austin. Hi, Austin. Uh, and he had tweeted just a, a simple question to an image that he got, which was, is this real? And uh, what it is, it is a, a picture from I don't the, think he said it in that side of a high-pitched voice. Uh, no, he probably sounds much more manly, like, yo, well, is this real? Most certainly. Uh, is, that, <laughs> is that what a man sounds like to you? The image that he sent us is a picture of Deathstroke with, uh, the caption says, I keep my promises, hashtag Deathstroke original series. Uh, and it was sent out by the actor who played Deathstroke in uh, the CW's Arrow. And um, I was curious what you made of this or what you've heard about this. And I've heard nothing because it's not real and I don't think it's real. <laughs> But we like it, right? We like it, right? Austin, is it? I'm yeah, sorry to just like completely ruin your dreams, but it's not real. It's well, all right. It's real. Uh, it it's is a real re- it, fine it is, Photoshop. It is real, and it's real the same way uh, that Aaron Paul is doing Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's real <laughs> whoa, that way. Whoa, what? It's real. There's no. Are you telling me you haven't shot, produced, and? You're not editing Ghost Rider right now, I, starting here, Paul. I, I I'm I'm in post production, but it's not real yet. <laughs> now I'm. Confused. I really like. Look, I I really like the Deathstroke thing. I like the idea of a Deathstroke original series. I like it because he's very much a, a Deadpool type character. He's not always villainous. He can be very sort of just indifferent and in killing people. Uh, that that much I like. They also did his origin. I thought very well. On Arrow with Manu Bennett, um, who can who can carry a show? Yes. because oh, well, uh, Spartacus, because yeah. Spartacus. So I'm cool. I I want to see it, but you know, some random dude sending a tweet and a picture and a thing. It it was actually by him. I know that yeah. he's still a random dude though. Like he's not he's not a showrunner. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Listen, I mean, it, it's it's a great concept. I think, yeah, you back the F off. No, I won't talk. No, you do no, your thing. Yeah. How many well, times did Ryan Reynolds say, I want to be Deadpool, I am Deadpool, before he was actually Deadpool? Yeah, like, it, it took him like 15 years to get that done. <laughs> right, it takes but time. The, the thing is, like, I don't see them ever doing a TV show about a hitman. I think it would be cool. I think it would be awesome for, like, a streaming service. Like, yeah. The DC streaming service. But, I mean, not definitely not a network show. So uh, here's the thing: it's real in the sense of man, does he really want this to happen? And he's actually like he's making a push for this around the internet. He's trying to get fan support to to get the CW or DC anybody to to really pick this up. Uh, I think it has to be Berlanti running it, uh, at least producing it. Maybe not him doing it, but he's like, "Hey, I'm here to look at the scripts. Goodbye." Right, um, kind sure. of thing. And, and I think Brian's right. We had talked about the uh, DC is trying to make a streaming service to do. Uh, was it Young Justice? Young Justice and Titans. And uh, and Titans, right. And this would be something that maybe you would throw on that. In, in my opinion, it's kind of like how uh, CBS All Access is trying to get Star Trek Discovery to get people to get CBS All Access. I think if you threw Young Justice, Titans, and this Deathstroke series on this DC streaming service, I'd sell out eight, eight $8. No more. Eight. I'm almost positive I said I would pay any amount of money just to watch Young Justice. Have you seen that show? No, I haven't. It's I just, on Netflix. Please do both of yourselves a favor, and after you're finally caught up on the season of Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl, watch Young Justice. It is such a good show. Um, anyway... Sorry, Austin. It's it's not happening yet, but let's get some fan base behind it. Let's get people retweeting this and demanding it, and let's someone go track down Greg Berlanti. Give him a great big hug because that man is just a freaking saint. A hug? And then and then ask him to give do more a than a hug. Yeah, I'll I, give him a handy. Exactly <laughs> under the table. I'll do some hand stuff for Greg Berlanti. Right, hand <laughs> stuff all day, Greg Berlanti. You deserve it. He 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 has given me some of the best TV shows in recent years. So the other topic that I, that we came across was uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes Two oh, is yes. officially announced. I am not a I'm not a fan of the Lego games only just because I, I don't have time to play them. Can someone Christian, tell me why this Christian is a big deal? Loves, Christian loves these games. I was a fan of Lego Marvel Superheroes. It was a lot of fun. How long ago was that though? Um, like 2013, right? Hang on. He's probably got it right there. Sure he, he does. He's got it right next to his desk. Uh, copyright 2013. Okay, so it's been it's been some time. The trailer really highlights Guardians of the Galaxy right now, just mainly because you know the movie just came out. But um, 
That's also got like Spider Man twenty ninety nine in it. I mean, come on, yeah. be awesome. I'm all on board. Spider Man twenty ninety nine is probably my favorite Spider Man next to the original Spider Man. And when I say that, I know there's not like a crap ton of Spider Man, even though there are a few. Um, but it's got one of my favorite costumes. So, Josh, knowing that Christian loves the the Lego series video games, uh, is this something that you're probably gonna get? Is this something that is interesting to you? Is this? Well, I mean, sure, but I mean, get for I guess Xbox. Well, I ha- you know what's funny is I have a PS4 and it's not hooked up. Um, <laughs> hook that shit up. You <laughs> listen as a as an Xbox enthusiast, you should hook up your PlayStation. <laughs> okay, you should really get your well, PlayStation we'll hooked up. We'll see, but uh, you know, I, Christian will get it whenever. When it, when is it? It's not. He's not going to get it brand new because I don't do that. Um, I do. Did they give a release date? I don't, oh yes, there the release date is uh, already out. May twenty third. Oh wow, we're late. I need to we're, go get that shit. We're behind this. You buried the lead. Yeah, lead buried. I did not. Bur- this is not burying the lead. It, I, it's like the definition of burying the lead. That's no, exactly the definition. No, this of is just me not doing research. <laughs> you buried it two weeks later. Feels like a bait and switch sometimes too. <laughs> Our how apologies. Deep, how deep should not- I bury this? Two weeks deep. <laughs> Let me get two weeks to fucking get there. Our apologies for being late on this, but it looks great. Um, and it's very interesting. I blame I just, CJ. I just see how it is. It's all his fault. Josh, yes, in your in your job, you you travel quite a bit. Do you do. ever stay at an Airbnb in your life ever? Um, I I have not at this point, but I it's an easy option. The my only issue and my qualm to the, to this point has been getting. It's like you need to get pre verified. That can be an issue. Go ahead. So, uh, you can rent the Ninja Turtles Lair in New York City. For just ten dollars through Airbnb, ten dollars a night. I'm obviously going to include the link in the show notes so you guys can see these pictures. Brian, as a uh, Turtles fan, I love to hear your reaction to this and and what you think about this layer. This shit is awesome. Um, there was a secret in my ooze while I was looking through this stuff. <laughs> I had a lot of turtle power going on. Wow. This was. Uh, <laughs> This looks awesome, and, and dude, I don't, I don't need to stay overnight in New York because it's you know not that far away from us. But right. shit, I want to, I want to stay there for a couple nights. It looks like fun. It looks huge too. The place it does. Looks it looks awesome. It looks gigantic, and like they have like a whole like gaming section and everything, which you know that you know that's Mikey section and right. whatever. But um, it's all decked out like it looks legit, and not like not like the shitty lair from like the first movie, which was really dark and 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 mildewy. Like this looks like the second lair that they got with like the train car in the middle of it, and like you know all the freaking like the basketball court just in the center of the the sewer. It, it looks awesome. I come, I'm reading this article. What it and so, but here's what it sounds like. It sounds to me this is so. It's in Tribeca. Yes. But it sounds more like your $10 is your cover charge, and they probably pack 100 people in this place. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that, then. It's I'm fine. just saying. I'm looking no, no, at I get you, going, I get you. This looks like it's it's probably just a party house. Well, li- listen, listen. There's there's the four, and then you got Casey Jones in April, obviously. You got Splinter, so there's eight right there. <laughs> Um, the I whole mean, foot clan the, I mean not the entire foot clan but like that the one foot that like kind of joined them and realized <laughs> that the foot clan was bad um I mean I, I could I could think of all of the turtles friends there's got to be enough to fill this vanilla place. ice will clearly vanilla ice is totally yeah. gonna be there as I'm well. watching I'm, I'm looking through these pictures the thing that killed me just absolutely floored me was the wall of boom boxes yeah, yeah how cool is that did you see that I did and then it's got the it's got an art that says ninjas moving shadows yeah oh but and then the there's the kid who was the the kid who was going to join the foot Danny and then Danny. Danny I too yeah. once had a family Danny I too would hang many out years Danny. ago I lived in in Japan yeah <laughs> a pet of my master Yoshi Oh, you didn't think I had all the words. I, 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 got I all know the you words. did. I did. <laughs> so here's the other part to this. Before you get really excited, hop on Airbnb. It's like totally booked. Of course so, it is, because it's freaking Ninja Turtle there. Yes. Uh, but Josh, I'm okay if the model is, hey, pay the 10 bucks and that reserves your spot. And then we'll just shove 50 people in here, order a whole bunch of pizza, and Look, let's man, just make it happen. Like for me, this is, I mean, 10 bucks to hang out with a bunch of strangers for a night. Like I... All right. I mean, does some is someone bringing the Tito's because it's going to be a good time? Like, 
I'll get in there and mix it up. It's fine. Excuse me. The this turtles would be, don't endorse alcoholic beverages. This would be some people's nightmare. Looking look, at you, Brian. I'm saying, looking at Brian. Looking at you, Brian. Dude, listen. There's a wall of TVs. Just hook up a gaming system to them. I'll I'll make three friends who want to play Super Smash Brothers with me. That's no, no, true. no, Brian. Brian, you own a Nintendo Switch. You bring the Switch to I the know, party, and this you could are be the party. roof party. <laughs> this yes! is the millennial party that you bring your Switch to. Oh my god! Right? Like you I go to, to the basketball that. court when people are playing real life basketball, and then you play basketball on the Switch. This That'd is what this is. Awesome. Listen, it looks you're really joking, up. but I'm dead serious. I know you're not. <laughs> I know you're serious. Uh, this is really cool. You should really check it out. And if you're in the Tribeca area and you can, you know, take some pictures of this for real or tell us a little bit more about it, I'd love to hear anything that you could tell us about this uh, in real life. So uh, definitely check this out and, and let us know if you're able to, to get there for real. All right. Uh, I want to, I do, there's one other thing in Cape Talk that I want to discuss, and I want to keep it very brief, concise, and if you're one of those people who is afraid of any potential spoilers on anything, Brian and I want to give a spoiler-free, really quick, just impression, hot take on Wonder Woman. If you're super paranoid and you think something's going to get ruined by our conversation, there is a timestamp in the show notes. You can just jump to the time where we are done with this topic, uh, and you are welcome. But we're going to keep it spoiler-free. Brian, I'd love to hear your impressions of Wonder Woman. And also, Josh is seeing it tomorrow, so we're not going to mess that up. Right. No, I would never dream of messing that up for you. I highly enjoyed this movie. I, I think it is by far the um, the best DC movie to come out in probably the past five years. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I thought that highly of it. Now, I, I the minor, minor complaints I have about it are very minor to the point where, like, I don't care. She is amazing in the role. She is just so a she's strong. She kicks ass, but she's so charming. Like every line that she delivers, you're just like, like when I think Wonder Woman, I, I think Gal Gadot. Now, like that's a big statement. She's yep. very she personifies this role. Like she's very good in it. So best thing since Man of Steel is what you said. Mo- I think it's better than Man of Steel. I, better than it, Man of Steel. I agree with Man that as well. It is by far the best DC movie in this DC expanded universe. Her and Chris Pine have amazing chemistry together. They play off of each other really well. Um, I mean, it's your typical origin story. So, yeah, you know, there, there's build up. There's, you know, an hour of backstory of her on Themyscira and things like there that. There needs to and be, yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, it, it was good. It had a, a good amount of, like, comedic moments with this whole kind of fish out of water, you know, kind of feeling that she has going into man's world for the first time. Obviously there's some comedy that follows there. The action was awesome. Every time she starts flipping people around with that lasso, I got giddy. Like Mm -hmm. it it was, it was really well done. Um, That's all I'm going to have to say about it. I I too think it is the, I think it is the best DC movie of the extended universe. I do think that's a low hurdle to jump, but they, they set the bar high for movies following it. Uh, Gal Gadot, I, I completely agree with you, is Wonder Woman now. I mean, when I think Wonder Woman, I, I think her. Um, she did a fantastic job. Chris Pine did a great job. The supporting cast did a great job. Uh, really wasn't a weak link with, within any of the actors. Everyone was really great. The action was so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. There is um, – it, it still feels and has the tone of some of the Zack Snyder movies where – you know, color is a uh, is kind of dark. Oh, right? it, yeah, it's very muted. It, it but it fits in with the it, with it fits the overarching in with the fact world. that it's like in the end of World War One. Like right. yeah, that's kind of what I expect. Yeah, hundred years ago, right? It's, yeah, it, it, it feels good, and 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 unlike Man of Steel, it doesn't feel jarring to you. It, it feels like oh, this makes sense. Like there's a reason why colors aren't all over the place. It's I hate how much time. you hate on Man of Steel. I hate here's Man of Steel. The thing, here, here's the thing. I love Man of Steel. I, I, I enjoy Man of Steel too, but the thing that sets this apart from Man of Steel is like, yes, the, the, everything is very dark and dreary and like, you but know, her, war is going on, but she, she is shines. like this shining light in the middle of yes, it. Yes, which is like, what Superman should have been. Exactly. And she she's very much in between her acting and the way she plays that role and just her general demeanor overall. 
she is this like beacon of hope in this in this movie and that's why i love her so much and and there was a an observation that my my wife made about it which i will say for next week when we do some spoiler things uh so please tune in next week so i can talk I, about I that i did see um something online it had a, it had like the poster that has like all those like real quick like spectacular like amazing quotes about it right and someone comments on it and says i'm afraid of what this is going to teach our children and someone else immediately commented like oh what you know female superheroes can't be strong and whatever and he goes no that the dc universe can make a good movie <laughs> um I, I it, listen it, it was it was really good i liked the chemistry between the whole cast um the action was like i said really good I, I i am hopeful right and and this is what we've said when we saw and heard about this movie man do i feel hopeful for what's coming down the the dc universe and and i'm okay with where this is going this really though needs to be the launching pad to correct their path and to fix things i was going to ask you uh, so do you do you feel like i you said you're hopeful i'm ho- you're hopeful cuz you saw this movie you thought it was great i uh so we're recording on a saturday i'm taking the kids to see it Sunday appropriate both kids everything good yeah yeah, yeah. There, there's okay. gonna be once I know there's two scenes that would probably be a little much for probably Zoe scary just spooky yeah. okay spooky I'm okay with spooky yeah. she'll handle that she'll snuggle like no that. one actually gets hurt yeah yeah you'll have just and you'll know it you can read the scene and be like uh, it's okay. probably uh, but yeah no appropriate so you see this do you think I'm now confident in the direction of the stuff that I hated previously. I like the, the, I don't don't think this, does it, this doesn't change anything that's come before. No, it doesn't, but it's, it's a good launching point for the future. And, and to me, you can see Jeff Johns pulling some of the reins. I mean, like, no, 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 come let's, let's focus on, let's focus on the characters and and where we are. You know what? I never, I didn't realize that, you know, who wrote that script and no one's going to care but Alan Heinberg wrote that script, who has actually written a whole slew of comic books, but he was in TV beforehand as well. So, like, the guy knows, like, the material and knows how to make that stuff work on screen. Um, <clears throat> I think I think Patty Jenkins did an amazing job directing yeah. it. it. It's Great. cinematographically a beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, most definitely, and, and we're going to see with Justice League, like, a like she that that character she cannot change in Justice League. She's got to continue being that kind of hope. And <laughs> it's a whole lot of hope in this movie. There, there is there is a what whole I, lot of hope in the DC universe right what now. What I will say is this, and, and this is what I liked. And other movies who are part of a bigger world, please take notice. They just focused on her, which is what I want. I don't want. Well, that's what a solo movie should do. Right. I don't want allusions to another character too heavily. I mean, it. listen, it's good. It's definitely certain. I can understand why critics are enjoying it. It's a great place to, if, if you really don't want people to have prejudice against the DC extended universe, you can start here. It's not going to hurt anybody. Um, highly recommend checking it out. And Josh cannot wait to hear your thoughts on it next week. And next week we'll do a, a spoiler cast-ish uh, episode. It's not going to be the entirety of the show, but we'll discuss wonder woman i just wanted to give some quick opinions uh we like it this is the movie that we were hoping for this is the movie that we deserve and keep going on dc let's keep this let's keep this boat in in this direction and that ladies and gentlemen is the end of cape talk i come across this article in wired that really just kind of grabbed me and fascinated me carnegie mellon university has a project going for an idea called synthetic sensors and this is a device that seriously is no bigger than a saltine cracker that just plugs into an outlet. And it is a remarkable home sensor. Um, you guys watch the video on this. and It's included within the show notes. Josh, when I know you were freaking out when you were watching this and some of the capabilities. Can you just kind of, in a nutshell, tell people what this is and why this is kind of interesting? Yeah, it's a... Uh it's a multi-frequency sensor. I don't know what spectrums, because it's multiple spectrums that it measures, uh, without a camera, Love measures, that. is able to measure in a room movement, sound, different, many different frequencies, heat, and 
can learn what each of those frequencies is. And then essentially we'll feed an entire automation software suite. So this way you can kind of gather data about what's going on in the room, how many times people are using it. The one demo that they had was people were ripping paper towels down and it's like counting the paper towels. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm watching the video going, damn it, Jimmy, why are you using so many paper? Like I'm, I'm thinking here, you know, what's crazy is like the, the operator brain in me went to, <laughs> I mean, this is amazing yep. for businesses. And this is right? what I thought just, too. Yeah. Like, so we can save so much on expenses, right? Why does Jimmy need so many goddamn paper towels? Or like, you know, every time, every time Jamie makes coffee, she runs the faucet for an hour and a half. I, Why? I was thinking, dude, keep people keep opening and closing the door of conference room B, right? We leave the AC blasting with the doors open and we're just bumping air into to nowhere. And then people leave the lights on all the time. So we got to get conference room B under control. The other thing I thought of was, Brian, for your palatial estate, this is a fantastic way to track where the cats are within the room. What room is the most popular? There's very few of them, but it's important to know where they are. Whatever room I'm not in is the most popular room for them. <laughs> They've made that very clear. This is also a great way to, to know when are the people in your blockbuster, your in-house blockbuster restocking movies. Right. Listen, uh, who's made popcorn in the? Do fridge? they like when you enter a room? Do they sort of scoff and walk out slowly? They staring in fact at you? scoff with derision, <laughs> derision with derision, and go. Um, I mean, if we're going to talk about my uses for this, the only thing I can figure out is I know based on heat sensors when the cats are summoning their demons, <laughs> and I know when to get the hell away. Um. But in all seriousness, this is a, a really cool tool. And here's the here's joke is the cats are from hell. I, oh, I got <laughs> just oh, I, they are of Satan. Yeah, I, I got you. All right. Uh, imagining. So this is a, a very secure platform, too. So like everyone's like, oh, my privacy. Well, first off, no camera. Huzzah. Uh, and secondly, very secure. But I can imagine if you could plug this into like an Alexa or Google Home or cross your fingers. If Apple no, makes it stop, a, stop those like the, this is way beyond what those can handle. This is way. This is more full home automation. Right. Think Savant Pro, that type of like. This is not Google Home. No, 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 no. Here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Jimmy's pulling down the paper towels. Yeah. It knows this. The counts. The roll. Stop of that paper it, towel, Jimmy. And then it reorders paper towels. Paper towels. Paper towels. Before Jimmy gets to the end of the roll. I'm just thinking that. I'm just. I'm not I mean, saying the whole home automation. The Amazon Alexa, Google Home, anything that Apple puts together, they're all going to be subpar. Yeah. Because we're just. You can't integrate that many inputs into this fixed device. You need an entire network of computers, basically. And the other thing, the only the only viability problem I have with this right now is aesthetically, you're not. Well, uh, well look, this, no, I mean, that this is the product this they brought to market. No, 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 this isn't the go to market thing yet. This is this is clearly it's just, a vi- it's a ten minute video of them demonstrating its go to market capability. It, I'm telling right, you, but they're not done the product design. We don't know that. They're we not. Don't know, you can't leave the. We don't know how much functionality is affected or in some way impaired by a shell. And I have to think that it would be pretty pretty detrimental. I don't, these, look, I these don't are so. – basically it's like an exposed I, I, nerve, I, I, this I, thing. I, I see what you're saying. I don't think anyone would ever go to market – because you could just damage it way too quickly. Like you have well, to put something over Obviously, I just I, – I don't see say. how you can shield it and get the same functionality. I think it's a problem. Leave it to Carnegie Mellon. So, Brian, here, here's the, the question I, I have. Will for- this tell me – will this – if? so here's here's what I'm thinking because we already covered the fact that, yeah, businesses, this, this is like a really good idea to like roll out along like small, medium, large businesses. I don't see the home application at all. Energy consumption. Absolutely. Unless it can tell me and send a message to my smartphone when I left the stove on. It can. I, don't, it can. I don't ever it have can. to say to myself, can. did I leave the stove on? Yeah, it can. No, it can. I, I shut it off. But, but did, can. I, did I? It can tell you if the microwave door is open. Yeah. It, I mean, it can tell you if you left the water running. It could. It can connect to your Nest and be like, hey, temperature. I. Because I, I, the Nest has you know features built into that of, hey, when you're away, we'll make it this sensor. But uh, you can hook it up to some HomeKit items. There's some things in there to control your house, especially like if you're away. 
You can be like, why is my sink running? I'm not home. Uh, so, I mean, I can even see some little security applications for it. It's Look, it's brilliant as a prototype. It's, it's Jimmy. Br- he's in your home. He's running your faucets. He's taking your paper towels. God damn it, Jimmy. Damn it, Jimmy. Always Jimmy. It's it's a brilliant prototype. And everyone should watch the video because I was blown away by how the devices learn and sort of build permutations and yeah. and, and then and then and then track everything at once and how everything is linked together. And it's just measuring these frequencies. This plus this equals this is happening. It's it's super interesting. I know it's very nerdy and some people are like, watch the video. You'll be like, I want one of these things. This is pretty that's cool. Why, I have no idea what I would do with it, but God, do I want one? That's why you call this segment Tech Perspective. That That is why I'm asking for beep, your Tech beep, Perspective. Beep, beep. No, that is not the theme. Beep, beep, beep. That is not the theme. Beep. Not the theme. Not, <laughs> not the theme. <laughs> You've made him a you made him a sad machine. <laughs> <laughs> I broke a Brian. Oh no. <laughs> so second second piece of tech perspective. Uh I located beep, 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 that is not the stop it. <laughs> Bad Brian. <laughs> sad Brian. I'm I'm always with the pictures of the kids and stuff and and I do a ton every picture I take you know that I that I'm going to really want to save I edit right I do a ton of editing There's an app called Halide 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 I'm not I didn't design it <laughs> You didn't totally shit certainly well, available this for certainly available for iOS uh, I have not looked into its Android availability I paid $2.99 for it. It is a super customizable uh, uh, camera app. I mean, very, very customizable to to the aperture and exposure it, as sliders on the screen. Right. Like, uh, a manual focus, snapback to autofocus, easy to get the angles you want because within the grid, there's a level. Ooh. It's it's really very insane, and it's fun to use. I I, I would recommend anybody try it again. Three bucks uh, when it launched. Uh, I know they're going to move to five at some point. So if it's still three, please get it now. I mean, two bucks. Who cares? But you know, here's here's a question. I forty percent savings. I have about three camera apps on my iPhone right now, not including the stock one, and knowing you. I know your your mantra has always been native is always better. Native is always better. How often are you how often are you using this app compared to your native camera app? Because I know with, with kids, a moment happens so quick and just having it, the quick launch it's Sure, 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 sure. So I use the quick launch for those for, for candid moments, things like that. Sure. However, um right now the apps I have, camera apps, okay, I have the camera app. I have Pro HDR, right? Focus Twist over, and then a bunch of editing apps like Diptych, Video Shop, Color Splash, Snapseed, Darkroom. Uh, I have Google Photos, obviously, um, and 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 now Halide. And I use this the same as I use. So Pro HDR is an app that I've been using for years. When I go someplace and I'm taking photos of of a of a scene. Right. You know, I'm, these are these are I'm being a tourist, which isn't frequent. But like, you know, we get up to the top of the observation tower in, in Los Angeles and I can see the whole city. I'm not using the native app for that. Right. I'm just not right. I'm using something that will on purpose give me a better picture. That is the purpose for something like Halide. So imagine ever we're coming up on summer. You're going to be going to vi- on vacation. You're going to be taking a bunch of pictures and places on purpose. Right. So I you. think. I think immediately, right, boardwalk pictures, vacation pictures, pictures on the beach, like where I actually want to be able to control the amount of light being let in manually, right, or angles or shutter speed. Look, this isn't portrait mode on iPhone, which is amazing on iPhone 7, and everyone should use it. 7 Plus. But that's what I have. So It's just not available on the 7. Fair enough. 7 Plus. Everybody get a 7 Plus and use portrait mode. It's fantastic. But- this is this is normal pictures, but you get to be a bit more creative. And and if you're not like me, like not not a uh, I'm not a camera guy. I don't I'm not good. Like I don't have a good eye. But apps right. like this give me a better eye for three bucks. Totally worth it. That that's by Brian. That was my tech perspective. 
don't encourage him. <laughs> I, I will never stop encouraging Brian. Josh, don't sell yourself short. You have a good eye for talent. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Brian is funny. You know, but looks aren't everything. This is true. I don't take photos, so I have no no in, uh, no uh, perspective uh, on this at all. So now it's time to round out the show with just two random topics that I found around the internet. And I have been saying for years that for text messaging, for emails, for any kind of digital communication that isn't done with a video or your voice, we need to agree on a sarcastic font or something to put in front of a text to let you know I'm being fucking sarcastic, okay? And the wonderful folks at College Humor have made that plus seven other punctuation marks that we need way too much, and we need them right now. So there is one for sarcastics, and it's like a like a jagged parenthesis. It kind of looks like your whole sentence is about to... If you're texting me, you should probably know that all the things I say are <laughs> sarcastic. The other one they no have in there... No special font required. Just assume the, it. The other one they have is the I'm not angry mark, which is fantastic when you need to be brief but not angry. For example... We need to talk. And the I'm not angry looks like it's just a tiny little smiley face just on the bottom. Just just the just a little smiley face. Um, what is the one that jumps out for you? What is the one that you think we, we need in our lives? Yeah, I, I like for me, the I guess I guess the super ellipsis is interesting <laughs> for the dramatic pause. So it's like the, the an extreme dramatic pause yeah. when you want the reader to wait a good 20 seconds before reading the next part of the sentence. And it, it looks like, like, that's, a, like that's a period. That's why I send separate text messages. <laughs> right. And that's generally what I do. But instead of that, I could just use the super ellipsis. Uh, although, and, and here's the thing. They created this hemi demi semicolon. <laughs> um, yes. Which in my opinion, is just a poor, poor crutch for idiots. Look, well, that's. I mean, they say when you've. You're I get too lazy it. If to you learn. don't know, if you don't know when it's appropriate to use a semicolon, and you're too lazy to learn, you can use this. Nah. You know what? Screw that shit. Like, just figure it out. It's not that hard. Punctuation isn't that hard. It's not. The Morgan Freemark Brian reminds readers that they can read words in any voice they want. So maybe they should read these words in Morgan Freeman's voice. And so Kevin took his big swag of vodka. Yeah, it'd be cool. Brian oh. hates all this. Okay, but I can't do a good enough Morgan Freeman impression in my it's head. Not in your for, head? In, for, your, in head? your head? I can't even do it in my head. Man, I, I can do it in do my head. That I can't. Justice. The only person, honestly. The only thing I read all of my text messages in Josh Burns's voice. <laughs> all of them. The only impression you can't do in your head is Teller from Penn and Teller because you don't know what he fucking sounds like. I'm sure I could find some YouTube file that's that has him talking. Please. I would love to hear that man's voice. All right. So Brian thinks this is dumb. I do. That ends our scheduled topics for uh, this week's episode. But we have uh, one more thing that we need your help with. And I'm going to turn the mic over here to Josh. We love bringing this podcast to you weekly. We're intensely passionate about helping you be the awesome nerds you are and sharing our ridiculous perspectives on topics, large and small, irrelevant and life-changing. There's a lot that goes into planning, creating, producing, and delivering our ridiculous perspectives to you. And there are some costs associated. Here's where I ask you for some help. Please visit us at patreon.com slash that kind of nerd and watch the video so we can explain to you why you should contribute. Your sponsorship keeps the nerdy content flowing through our mics and you receive one of the best produced nerdy podcasts available anywhere in time and space every week. We reserve the right to order you by class and will absolutely bestow upon you a level of nerdiness based upon your sponsorship. We, we want to thank you for being with us. We look forward to providing you your nerdy fix for many years to come. And part of that support that we're asking you for is to continue to make um, amazing content and uh, new projects. Uh, for instance, we launched our second podcast, Hey, Did You See? Uh, and we are going to be launching this Wednesday with the, our new series where we are covering the fifth season of House of Cards. Uh, we want to continue to bring fantastic quality to you guys. Uh, hey, Did You See? has been such a fun project, and we definitely cannot wait for you guys to join the discussion, just like you do every single week on That Kind of Nerd for Hey, Did You See? 
see as we cover this amazing Netflix series. So please uh, go to uh, patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. If you've forgotten that, you can go into the show notes and I have included a link. Uh, help support the show any way you can. Our, our rewards start at $1. So anything you can give is greatly appreciated. Uh, I want to thank you guys, the fans, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. I am CJ Mellon, joined as always by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. The Burnstons. The Burnstons. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show. I'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. I'm writing a fanfic for Harry Potter. <laughs> it's where Ron and Voldemort hook up. <laughs> Harry Potter, the, the missing story. You know that that ten minutes where Ron fucked off for the, in in Deathly Hollows. That's I'll show you my Patronus if you show me yours. That's what it's all about. It's that missing ten minutes, hooking up, snogging, snogging Voldemort. Hey man, why don't you come back to my place? Have some butter beer. I've got my Cavassier. Play some GameCube. Listen to some Jack Johnson. <laughs>